everybody, and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and to the right of me is the great John Salwin. Yeah. Yeah. Are we still doing a level check, or is this the actual yeah. show? Yeah, you're doing a level okay, check. Okay, good. <laughs> yes. What do you want from me, Todd? Well, it's great to hear you here. Just keep talking. <laughs> um, give me something to read. Oh, there's a pulp poster. You have your Beatles poster. And you have a bunch of uh, uh, garden supplies, which I assume that you're using to shoot a horror movie now called let's, let's hear Gardener. Let's hear it from John uh, or John Perez here. McGardner. Was it McGardner? Like MacGyver or no? Uh, McGarnagle. Well, well, there was MacGyver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, uh, what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. I think you're thinking of MacGarnagle. But Todd, yeah. Todd is like some kind of MacGyver maintenance guy, though. But yeah, remember, Patty awesome. and Selma always watched MacGyver, and like that was like, this week on MacGyver. Yeah. MacGyver. They were all about him, yeah. Yeah, when, uh, yeah. when uh, Sideshow Bob was going to kill her with flame. That's because right. Because she yeah. couldn't smell anything. <laughs> all right. Yes. Because the smoking it. ruined the scent of smell. Yeah. No, it was a bottle rocket that shot up her nose. <laughs> Look at this guy. Simpsons trivia man. Yeah. A bit. All right. Three, two, nope. one, and... And now, it's time to get far out with Todd Perry. Uh, sometimes you might see me watering my lawn. Sometimes I'll come by. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about UFC fighting. And, uh, but Perez. I actually have appliances. Yes. And a dish rack, which is mostly empty. And me, John Salway. Believe me, I would love to actually have a club at all times and just like hunt dinner down or something like that. everybody, welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and to the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Hey, Todd, how are we doing? Oh, doing fantastic, Buck. And oh. to the left of me, it's been a while since he's been... Well, actually, no, we played a clip of him a while back talking about going to a water park, I think. <laughs> uh, the great John Salwin. There he is. Hey, now. Whoa, hey, now. Well, it's, uh, it's What's good going to, on? <laughs> it's, it's good to have everybody uh, back in the room right now. And, um, John, you called me last night. Yes. And, um... Yes. Well, you were on the blue line at the time. Yeah, I was on my way. I was going to a concert to go see BDI, which is the uh, new band with Liam Gallagher from uh, Oasis. Gallagher, yes. It's like most of the Oasis guys, uh, minus like Noel Gallagher. Yes. And, um, you know, there was a, we, we talked about Oscar went to the Noel Gallagher show the other day, and every show was like, fucking cunt! Yeah. Like, it was just Manchester guys yelling cunt the whole time at, at the stage. But People paid to, paid to see a show and then would yell at the person on stage. It was horrible. Right. Yeah. It's like going to a Don Rickles concert. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what happens is, uh, John calls me last night just to make sure that we're doing uh, doing the show today and wants, wants to know what's going on. I'm like, yeah. I'm like a John, I'm on the Blue Line, which is the train that connects downtown Long Beach, downtown LA, and goes through pretty much every bad neighborhood. Like, they intentionally place the stops at the worst neighborhoods possible in LA. Yeah. Although, I think, aren't they all getting better? Yes. Slightly. But still. Well, it takes time. But yeah, they're all getting better. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, John calls me, and it's kind of weird when you're on the when you're on a uh, hood train, mm-hmm. and you're on the phone. Like, how's it going, John? What's so what? You're on a new diet, and I'm sitting there, and then there's like some like passed out guy behind you, <laughs> and some really scary looking chick. So uh, I'm talking to John, and then there's an announcement while John's talking to me saying, uh, uh, "There's been a wreck like somewhere yeah. up the line," and so we're all getting off of Washington Boulevard and waiting for a, another train to pick oh, wow. us up. So I'm like, oh great, there we go. So, yeah. I, I'm, but I'm still talking to John, and as I'm talking to John, waiting for the next train to come, and it's really packed. There's tons of people, and 
two guys who are really fucking drunk start like talking to each other like, what you on, man? They both sounded like the wino from a Richard Pryor sketch. Now, was this coming home or going there? It's going, going to the there. show. So this is around what, like four or five? Yeah, it was like six o'clock. Yeah, exactly, around that time. And uh, people and, were passed out, drunk in LA already. Yeah. Just like fucking fucked up. Those yeah. people were enjoying themselves. Yeah. They may have. Uh, you never know. They may have done like the blue line uh, pub crawl, if yeah. there is such a thing. I don't think so. I think uh, <laughs> if the, yeah, okay, maybe it's a. If there's any bars near the blue line, there has to be. I think there's a st- couple of strip clubs and there's the Compton Casino, like there the Crystal go. Park Casino. Yeah. 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 The Crystal Meth Casino. Oh. <laughs> I think. Well, I think that's implied. It's synonymous. <laughs> yeah. Synonymous. Right. Uh, but uh, what happens is, so the guys are kind of getting in each other's face. What's up, man? And they don't even know what they're fighting about. It's just a bunch of guys going, what's up, man? I don't know, dude. Quit hmm. fucking with me, dude. And they're just kind of going back and forth and everybody crowds around. Hmm. And then one of the guys walks away like in a huff, like he's pissed off. But he's like yeah. totally drunk. The other guy's taking a picture of him with his iPhone. <laughs> and, of course, yes. And and so the guy, but as the guy starts walking towards me, he's got a Chucky shirt on from Child's Play. <laughs> nice, okay. nice. Like what? Who who wears a Child's Play shirt? Someone who has one. Okay, fair. Yeah. And so I, I get back on the train. I sit down, and this fucking guy stands right next to me. He's like, "I want to fight somebody," and it's like. <laughs> Everybody on the train's like, Ugh. and then this fat uh, woman is like, okay, mijo, just calm down, mijo, just calm down. And he's like, all right, fuck it then. I want to fuck somebody. Oh, and shit. it's looking around. He's Find like, the fucking. He's yeah. like, what's up with you, baby? He starts talking to this girl. Nice. And then she's like, I, you know, I'm not down. He's like, man, I got my own place. I got like food in the fridge. Place is clean and shit. Come on. Nice. Let me give you my number. And so the guy was macking on the girl. It was it was a hilarious experience. But as this whole thing happened, John was on the phone with me. Yeah. Now, by the way, I, I know me and Todd. Uh, it's rare to have like a short conversation on the phone. Never happens. It never happens. It, it but it could though. You realize that if you're about to, you know, someone's about to fight you, or you're about to get run over, or you know, if uh, you know, if World War Three is happening or anything, you, you can get off the phone. It's still gonna be hard though. Yeah. It's still gonna be weird because then John will say something like, "Oh, I didn't think about that." Yeah. And then and because and uh, I, I think even at one point I was like, you know, if you gotta go, and it's like we can talk. And you're like, ah, oh, no, it's fine. And it's like I'm just avoiding a fight here. Yeah. <laughs> if he does get close though and punches, I might, you know. Yeah. I just was more afraid to drop my iPhone than anything. Right. It's a pain in the ass getting that shit fixed. But Look, looking out for yourself, yes. That's self preserve iPhone preservation. So I'm sorry. His, his come online was what? I have food. I have a house and, and all his own place. Stuff. And his own place. Yeah. It sounds like a cat. Yeah, it's like sad, but I can't say most of those things. You know? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, look at. I should just throw it out there like that. Yo, I have a place. I have a refrigerator. You know, I should mention that. <laughs> well, you know, I have cold storage yeah, in my home. That's a pickup like, line. Yeah, exactly. If you're trying to, that. if you're trying to get with like homeless girls, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's that's, a good line. You yeah. know, it's like you got your own place. Gold. That's yeah. amazing. Gold. You know. <laughs> Are you telling me you have shelter? Is that what's happening here? In like Flynn. So, but what John was explaining to me, the reason why I stayed on the phone with him during a scary moment in the hood was because John, you were telling me you're on like a, you're eating like a caveman now or some shit? Hmm. Well, the paleo diet. Yeah. More like that. Yeah. Only in LA, by the way. The people in the Midwest right now are like paleo. Or is it, was this a bestseller or something? Oh, I mean, I mean, there's been uh, there's been plenty. Uh, you know, there's been plenty mentioned about it. Uh, there's plenty of websites and uh, sources for it. There's like Lauren Cordain's book, The Paleo Diet. He was the original one. Is it gluten free? Uh, generally, yes. Okay. Yeah, you try you you avoid like a more like basically it's very simple. You just eat you know 
real foods, meats, fruits, vegetables, you know. Nuts. Which is why you turned down the sandwich, I That's understand now. Part of the reason, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, I understand. That's nothing like I just gave you. <laughs> None of yeah. that stuff, yeah. Yeah, um, you know, the things that you basically avoid, you know, refined grains, refined sugars, wow. uh, okay. you know, vegetable oils, basically right wow. there, you know, right. wheat and soy. Um, so, and then, you know, you eat, you know, um, food is in as natural form as you can get it. If you can get organic vegetables, great. If not, you don't worry about it that much. Are you cooking mainly for yourself? What do you eat? Like, mainly. Besides, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would imagine because. Yeah. I've learned to, I've, I've been cooking a lot more, right. which has actually been quite nice when you don't eat every meal at Del Taco. I mean, <laughs> the, the upside is not eating at Del Taco. They have good fish. Del Taco. Tacos. Yeah. The, the, the downside is John's always walking around with a club on him just in case he needs to club something for dinner. Is the... <laughs> Believe me, I would love to actually have a club at all times and just like <laughs> hunt dinner down or something like that. I, not only, not only do I have shelter. Yeah, I have cold storage food, but I also have yes. a club. I could, you know. Nice. So it's great to have you back on the show here, John. And uh, the other day, yes, I was asked by a political movement going on right now in the city of Lakewood, where I live, which is a very small, middle class, you know, suburban town, just connected basically to Long Beach. Right. And uh, I was asked to speak at the Occupy Lakewood movement that was happening right up the street at the Lakewood Mall. Awesome. Oh, boy. Yeah, you told and, me about that. Yeah, yeah and so there's, there's about seven or eight people with, like, uh, Coleman furnaces mm-hmm. and uh, tents and uh, cardboard signs. And they all hang out there, and they're just kind of occupying the parking lot right in front of the J.C. Penney. Mm. So they wanted to get like some kind of celebrity guest to come on the show or what uh, to come on the uh, thing. And like the most popular man in Lakewood is a guy named Jerry Wachowski. He's the most famous <laughs> man in Lakewood. Is he really? Yeah, of course. Well, he was on a you know a big L.A. radio show, so everybody knows Jerry. Jerry, turned, everybody. Jerry turned it down because he's an arch conservative. They couldn't get Jerry, and plus, you know, Jerry doesn't. It was political. Right. Yes. Jerry doesn't put his shirt on for less than 25 grand, by the way. So, yes. Jerry, is that why he's never wearing a shirt? Well, I don't know. I think he's working out these days. But, uh, <laughs> our, our buddy, our buddy uh, Jerry was not making it. And then uh, they asked the running back for the Lakewood Lancers high school football team. I guess his name was like Gary Mitchell or something. And uh, Gary had prior commitments that day, you know, for the football team. Yeah, of course. So it came down to me. Not because of this show, because I used to be on Low Budget FM. Mm-hmm. They wanted Todd Perry, you know, who was once on the Pretty Good Podcast on one show. They go, oh, well, we'll get him, you know, and I'm an easy get. Yeah. So it, Again, it had nothing to do with this show, though. How much do they pay you? you just had, Very little to just, do. Just no. had to point that out for some <laughs> reason. Because it had nothing to do with this. I, I, I'm making a joke. All right. I, I kibitz because I love Buck. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> so they asked me to come out there and uh, do a little speech. So, you know, I recorded it. Al Gore was there. So I just want to get your guys' your guys' opinion. He was? Yeah, he was there. Wow. I mean, Al Gore... He knows where Lakewood is? Well, it's right next to the Long Beach Airport. So he... Mm. he oh. His uh, jetliner, he, he lands it there, comes off, and then somebody hands him a note. the internet. Yeah. And Al Gore knows where uh, the Long Beach Airport is. Of course. Yeah, yeah, he's a... Po- Prominent politician. It's a yeah, but it's not airport. a prominent airport. Flies JetBlue. <laughs> yeah, he flies JetBlue into the. Th- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. LGB. It's where all the you know all the stars come in through LGB. Oh yeah. sure. So uh, I'd like to play some clips here. If we could uh, take a little listen here. This is uh, my speech, and this is this, the coolest thing is I got introduced by uh, Al Gore. And now, the man who put the wood in Lakewood. From the Pretty Good Podcast, Todd Perry. Thank you! 
Thank you, Al Gore. Uh, I'd also like to say thank you to Ken Ralston, the manager of the Lakewood JCPenney's, for allowing us to occupy your parking lot. I'd also like to thank Jacob Martinez at Buffalo Wild Wings for allowing me to use the restroom. I'd first like to say that I support your fight to curb the recent trend in income inequality in America. I think that's pretty cool. I also support your right to play hacky sack. And to that too, right there, yeah, yeah, the guy, the guy in the hippie shirt. I support your right to do bhakti yoga in front of the yogurt land. Why I'm here today is to speak about an issue that the Occupy movement has overlooked. In Africa, there is a serious problem. It's not AIDS. It's not vicious warlords. It's the slow population decline of the African leopard tortoise. As the owner of a very frisky and cute one named Kingston, I know he'd like to help everyone spread the word that last year there were like 27,000 African leopard tortoises, and this year, due to an increase in the giraffe and rhesus monkey population, there are only like 26,900. So like... If somebody can make a cardboard sign about the African leopard tortoise, that would be cool. Oh, oh, you, you guy right there. Yeah, you. Yeah, you and the performance fleece. Uh, you have no sign. Could you make one that says, like, save the leopard tortoise? Oh, wait, wait, you do have a sign. And it reads, shut the fuck up about tortoises. Well, before we get into to the poem I wrote, I, I was a little upset about uh-huh. the reaction I was getting from the audience because yeah. they were kind of booing me because I th- the Occupy Lakewood, I thought, was a pretty like big tent, you know, like... Kind of a and, liberal place, yeah. Yeah, and I thought that people would be into the fact that, you know, my, 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 my tortoise kind of got me to, you know, have, have an issue here. And, and, you know, I was just trying to make a point. And uh, they, they weren't very accepting of it, which was kind of upsetting to me. No, they didn't, uh, they didn't seem to... Get the cut of your jib, no. as it would be. I, yeah, I was. So, so you wrote a poem for this, though. Yeah, I, I wrote a poem. Like, I'm a big, as everybody knows, I'm a big fan of Gil Scott Heron. Well, yes, and sure, uh, sure. I like a, I like like the '70s like Congo like spoken word stuff. Yeah, and I frequently listen to that on my commute. <laughs> I frequently I like to do karaoke versions of it at parties. Wow, all and, right. And so I just I, I, I did this poem, so I but guess it, it's, and inter- it's so it's not the man from Nantucket limerick. No, it's no. not. No. You should have gone with that. Well, yeah, I mean, that is a good poem. Yeah, it's a good poem to get, like, a crowd riled up. Yeah, but I figured I wanted to do something political. Like, I wanted oh, okay. to... I was trying to get with Like the Whitey's on the moon. Yes, just like Whitey on the moon. I just like how uh, the booing and stuff didn't deter you from carrying on with this poem. Well, I've I got... Yeah. Because, you, I, because, actually, I was in attendance, and I actually booed you, too. Really? You <laughs> yes, weren't a fan? I, well, I wasn't feeling you at the moment, so... I joined the mob and I was booing you. Well, so, Buck, well, next time I want you to explain that to my tortoise uh, next time you see him. No problem. Uh, that you, you weren't into what he was doing. So, I'll tell right to Kingston's face. But, but I think people, I mean, you can agree or disagree with me, but I think the people liked the, um, the poem. So we can play that here. No, it's here. Yeah, you might as well. Okay, now I have a poem. 
I'd like to introduce my Congo player from the Lakewood Black Panther Party, Tariq Abdul Shabazz. Hit it, Tariq. Bongo's going, that's good. That's Tariq. Lakewood. Black Panthers. My great grandma was raped by a banker. When he was done, he did not even thank her. Because he only charges interest, he takes no interest in Mother Earth's blessed children or the plight of the tortoise. The bank teller counts coins, and the banker gets hard in the loins for cold hard cash stolen from a pregnant woman at a baby's R Us. The banker says, have a cigar, and you will go far if you accept his bribes and watch your family ties. I will grab the thighs of Justine Bateman. Uh. Occupy Lakewood is a movement and a shopping mall. Occupy Lakewood is a movement and a shopping mall. My name is Todd. It's my slave name. I'm a slave to death and a bizarre sexuality that I've yet to accept. I'm a slave to girls who wear fishnets and Hello Kitty backpacks. I once dipped my wang in fruit snacks. I like to put my naked bottom in a bowl of Apple Jacks filled with skim milk. Spider spin silk. I once slept in the AIDS quilt. Your lettuce will wilt if you do not put it in the crisper. No one knows if I say it in a whisper, but if I say it loud, I will create a cloud of black death that will rage upon all you with the fury of 10,000 women on their periods. So I can start to get a little heavy there, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, Occupy Lakewood is a movement in a shopping mall. So I, I I don't know. I thought that people kind of got with the groove. Yeah. Did you uh, did you write this beforehand or did you just like was this one of your famous freestyles? Seemed like you're free flowing it. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm talking about my sexuality here. Oh. I once gave a blowjob in order to not pay rent. Wow. I'm a slave to girls in fishnets. Oh. I'm a slave to guys who play too much dubstep. Lakewood is a movement in a shopping mall. It's a movement in a shopping mall, John. But, uh, Tariq took a little solo here for a while, but yes. we can let that play out. But Yeah, I mean, I, I thought that the, the crowd was a little more into that. Like, I kind of yeah. freestyled it. It's what I saw. It's what I felt. I felt like my heart started coming out because I felt that I could be open about my bizarre sexuality that I've yet to accept. Right. Uh, is all that true, or were you just trying to pander to the crowd there? Well, about the Apple Jacks, like putting my, my naked ass in a bowl of Apple Jacks. <laughs> yeah, that and all the other stuff there. Yeah, the, seem real. Well, I mean, I wasn't paid, but I, I was trying to pump the show, and there's seven or eight people there, so I thought I'd be able to get a rip a good plug off at some yeah. point. And then also, like, they gave free food from Buffalo Wild Wings, but, like, the wings were cold. But, mm-hmm. like, I sat back, and, like, I thought Al Gore, I was like, you want to have, have, like, a wing? He was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a wing. I don't eat wings. And then, yeah, this was kind of weird. And like, I asked him about Tipper and their divorce, and it got fucking weird. But <laughs> uh, didn't bring that. You didn't bring that like sound clip, though. No, I didn't. Oh, I didn't. But he was like, of course, don't don't record that. Yeah, shit. Tipper. Not a big fan of Tipper. She took my money. 
the Earth has a fever. Yeah. And that's kind of how it goes. That's how it went. Yeah. If you I, voted, if you, I voted for that guy, too. Yeah? Damn it. So did a lot of people. Damn it. Uh, so, I don't know. That was my speech in Lakewood. Uh, I hope it had some kind of effect on people. Um, I'm not sure if I sure. changed the world, uh, helped some tortoises out, or I just pissed off a bunch of hippies, but... Well, pissing off hippies is good. You like, like doing that I don't think you're helping any I wasn't tortoises, a, though. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't a hippie, and I, I was pissed. Yeah, it pissed you off? It was, <laughs> I was my, fucking pissed, yeah. It was, it was my inability to uh, public speak convincingly. Yeah. Oh, well. Now, was Fogarty on after you, or what was going on there? No, no, Fogarty, Fogarty doesn't play Lakewood. <laughs> Fogarty maybe Occupy Long Beach could get down oh. there, but uh, no, we could, in Lakewood, we couldn't even get Wavy Gravy to show up if uh, it meant anything. Wavy Gravy was the guy who said, don't eat the brown acid at, uh, at Woodstock. Oh, yeah. okay, all right. At Woodstock. So, Isn't he dead now? I Probably. think so. I mean, he had like no teeth then, and he looked like a crack. He was like, all right, man, don't eat the brown acid. <laughs> And uh, so anyway, so that's part of the reason why you couldn't get him to show up because he was dead. Yes, well, you know, it'd be hard to transport. Yes. Yeah, wavy gravy doesn't rise from the dead for less than twenty five k. That's the problem. <laughs> okay, so moving on with the show here. Now it's time for a little bit of tales from suburbia. Communists. Termites? What terror lurks next door? Find out on Tales from Suburbia with Todd Perry. Uh, so, I don't know if you guys saw it, but uh, next door to my house, uh, my neighbors are selling their home, so I'm, I'm going to get a new neighbor at some point, so I want to maybe put it out to the listeners, because they listen to the show, they might kind of be the kind of person I get along with, I figure. Maybe. So I maybe ask them to move the house because it's not like if you live in an apartment and you don't like your neighbor, par- apartments are kind of transient, so people are going to move in, they're going to move out. Mm-hmm. It's nomadic, yes. Yeah. You know, you know, Buck. You've it's been in nomadic, your apartment for a while, it's though. It's a nomadic but... lifestyle, yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. It Buck, can be. Buck, do you have a, what, how, do you have a refrigerator? <laughs> yes, I got a fridge. Okay. I actually have appliances yes. and a dish rack, which is mostly empty. Now, Todd, I got to ask you this. I have listened to a lot of talk radio and talk podcasts over the years. Yes. And all this time, I've never heard one host or member of the show offer, you know, put it out there for the listeners to move to in move next to right them. next door, right? Yeah, to move right next door. Are you sure you want to do this? Sarah Palin, you know, had that guy living next door <laughs> to her. He wrote a book about her, you know? That's true. That's yes. true. But the thing is, you wouldn't you know, have I mean, to move, live next to me to write a book about me because you could just listen to the show. That's true. And you'll get ninety five percent of what's going on in my life. Well, there's one thing. Not there's the one thing. Stuff. Yeah, there's You're one thing the to give stuff. up the details of your life and for people to write about that because you know it's already out there. It's another thing for them to live next door to you. Yeah. Like, uh, need I bring up the lessons of Selena and the uh, you know the head of the Selena fan club who ended up uh, shooting her? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, that's true. I might get the the biggest fan we have might come in and, and kill me. Actually, you. You know what? I did hear a host, uh, not get someone to move next to him, but the only host that I've ever known that's announced their location on the air is Danny Bonaducci. Oh, well, Danny so, Bonaducci was so attention starved. Yeah. I assume that would have been an so, innovator. So, are you ready to go down the Danny Bonaducci road of inviting wow. listeners into your neighborhood? Well, John, you know that I, uh, I, uh, I uh, live at uh, an address at Food of Animal. Me and Amy live here. Well, let's put it out there. <laughs> I guess you are. Let's and, put it out there. And uh, whenever we are, uh, you're a lot taller than I thought, Mr. Bonducci. Wow. Uh, sometimes you might see me watering my lawn. Sometimes I'll come by and yes. uh, 
Oh, we'll talk about UFC fighting. And, uh, uh, Take care of your leaves, sir. So, um, yeah, well, the reason is the reason I want to point it out to the audience because I'm afraid of the general public moving in next door because. <laughs> well, it's just going to be like a person or a family. It's not going yes. to be the entire general public. <laughs> or, or, or unless it's a member of the band general public. Right, right. Why doesn't the cast of Low, or I'm sorry, our show, Far Out, get that house? Like me, John, Youngblood, you know, a few other, you know, Elliot could be in there. It'd be like Animal you wanna, House. You want to live with Elliot? <laughs> Not really, but it, it'd be like Animal House, you know? Well, here's the deal. If you guys can get together a good down payment on a house that... I don't know, maybe it's gauche to say, it's not my house, but their house, the house next to us uh, is uh, larger than mine, and it's uh, it's o- it's going for only $500,000. Oh, so that's it? Just we, half a mil? If they want to move in. So here's the deal. The house costs half a mil, and I don't want to, when, when you buy a house, you end up living there for fucking ever. I may never, I may die in this house, okay? That's awesome. Kira could yeah. have a tree house out back. Hey, you may die in this house tomorrow, Todd. It's my dream tree. <laughs> no. Kira could have one. Ah, I'd, I'd live next to Kira. It'd be good. Except for, I'd, I'd never go to Kira's barbecue, because she, she eats weird shit. Kira, who's been on the show, John, Kira will come in, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, um, we got something to drink. We got, like, you know, Minute Maid orange juice or something. You want something to drink? Yeah. And she's like, oh, no. Do you have a Trader Joe's around here? Like, a, we have a Sprout. So she had to go there and get, like, something organic to drink or whatever. I was like, yeah. oh, that's going to eat up 17 minutes yeah, of the that. show. Yeah. I love Cure to Death, though. But the, here's the deal. So I want to live next to somebody. And I want to kind of choose who they are. So I have some, some things that I want. Okay. But I don't want someone lame to live next to me for, like, the next, what? What am I going to live to? I mean, another 30 years or so? So cool. You're going to, like, 20. lay them down here and then send a copy of the show to Coldwell Banker, uh, the real estate agent, whoever's handling the sale. <laughs> right. Just, yeah. Like, yeah. Find this person and sell them this house. Or maybe there's a real estate agent out there that can find the person I'm looking for. Yeah. And show them the house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have very specific criteria. I yes. do. For, for who lives next to you. So, uh, and, uh, uh, let's see. There's a couple of things. First of all, I want a dude who drinks heavily. Okay. Look at this. He's not going to judge me. Um, and be That'll like, probably happen. <laughs> with, with or without you saying that, that's going to happen. Whoever moves next door is going to drink heavily. He's going to. But how do you judgment? propose this when the people are looking at the house? Are you going to sit there with a six pack? Like, yeah. hey, what's up? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm going to make sure I that think. he doesn't have an easy does it or like one of those Alcoholics Anonymous slogan stickers on his there car. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to be a heavy drinker. It was uh, the reason I say this is because I, I don't want to be judged because our current neighbors. One time a while back when I had my red eared slider turtle. Yeah. And I lost it. And I was fumbling around and kind of looking. I was walking up by our neighbor's house, and I was looking at it, kind of walk up, looking for it to see if it had walked up the street by their house. Mm-hmm. And then later, my wife talks to the neighbor, and she goes, you know, we're looking for our, our turtles lost. Uh, she goes, oh, that's why Todd was walking back and forth in front of the house uh, today. She goes, and my wife goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, oh, I thought he was walking to the bar again. <laughs> so they don't have a very high opinion of uh, Mr. Perry too much. No, no, they're not Raider fans, and they love it when I fly my Raider flag. But the, the thing is, just, Todd's walking to the bar again, so my wife comes home. Smashed. What is that noise? It's probably your iPod. No? All right, whatever. You've got a weird noise going on here. Do the uh, mics off. There oh, it's it's my mic, where it was. Anyway, go ahead. So my, my wife... My wife is like, Todd, we need to talk. I'm like, why? She goes, you know you might have a problem if the neighbors are like, oh, that's oh, it's just Todd walking to the bar again. It's the like, drunk. No yeah. big deal. At least I'm walking and not driving. They, yeah. see, they see you as, have you ever played that, what, Loteria? The, uh, 
the bingo game. You're you're El Baracho. You're like oh. the El Baracho card. Yeah. You know, that's right. how they see you. Yeah. How far is the, how far is the bar from here? Oh, it's just like right at the end of the track. It's like it's like two hundred yards. Okay, but stumbling, where I don't I didn't see distance. one when I drove in. Yeah, you just make a left. It's out off of Bellflower. Oh, okay. By the Dominoes. Cool. Oh, cool. All right. If you blink, you'll miss it. It's that small. So uh, also, also, you should have a wife that's cool. I like to hang out with. That's good looking. So I enjoy her company, but not too good looking. Yeah. As to like, if the woman is too good looking, then there might be some kind of problem with like infidelity. Yes, honey. Please do though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I'm seriously sorry. Buck got in Shit. trouble. So Buck just got busted. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's for the proof that I don't know how to cook. There's a. My, my, <laughs> you know how to cook. You don't. You don't know how to take care of stuff afterwards. That's what That's it the is. Problem. I, you know what? I'm the same way when I cook. I like people to prep the shit, and I'll just make it. I don't like to prep shit. Prep shit. And uh, same way with uh, just basic life. If I was in construction, <laughs> I'd be in demolition. Right. You know, I don't like building shit. I like tearing it down. Well, maybe the thing is that Buck, we've already proved that you have a refrigerator and the ability to use it, <laughs> but, <laughs> but not an oven. But not an oven. <laughs> yeah, not an oven. So Buck, an left- oven is not here. Buck cooked us up some grilled cheese, which is really nice of us before the show, and he left the oven on. So my wife comes in, like, is there a reason why the oven was on at 500 degrees and yeah. just left on with no food in it? And I was yeah. like, and I'm thinking, There's wait, be. this isn't me. This isn't <laughs> yes. me. And Buck's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so yeah. sorry. You yes. can see my wife gets pissed, didn't she? That's, she's yeah. Irish. She's the Irish in her. Well, By the way, that's not the best way to burn a house down. The best way to burn a house down... <laughs> Just to like throw some metal in the microwave and you know set it for ten minutes. That's probably going to get your house burning. I'll down. try that next time. <laughs> you know, thank you. One time we had some old cups from like the sixties. Yeah, they had like metal inlay in them. Mm-hmm. Like, and I didn't know you put it in the microwave. You don't put that in the microwave. So oh, I put it in the microwave. Bad. And the metal part, the like the embossment had like a picture of a dove on it or something. Oh, yeah, in metal. And I picked that out of the microwave, and it must have been five thousand degrees and my body before it could even react i don't think i've ever touched anything that hot before i did my my, my body just threw it i just threw it yep. and, it just, and it just smashed into the sink like i just chucked it out of my hand yeah. if anybody would have been near me they would have got hot flaming cup on them yeah but there was water in it that was boiling as well Ooh. so it was a, a five thousand degree cup with hot water in it oh my god it was yeah. a disaster yeah you know i'm surprised nothing else happened because have you ever uh, microwaved a cd or anything like that uh no, no, no don't I've do never. this in your own home oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I, we did this in college one time like mm. in i think my friend's dorms microwave or whatever nice. you put a cd in the microwave and you put it on for like two minutes or something like that you'll see like a it'll be like an electrical storm on the cd nice. basically oh, yeah it looks like i mean it look you know it's a miniature scale but it looks like there's there'll be like sparks just flying off of it do you That's play awesome. like dark side of the moon same time uh, <laughs> that dope? you that'd could awesome. i guess but again it's you know it's it's a very short phenomenon oh, and that's hey. why and that's why i'm saying if you put a lot of metal in the microwave that's a yeah. good way to catch your house on fire it'd be pretty sweet if you 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 uh took some kind of psychedelic substance put the cd in the microwave and then the, you start hearing the music coming yeah. off it like john would be like I, I put it in there i got high <laughs> and then i was listening to caninus well, the only thing you're really going to hear is static. That's pretty much it. Okay, so getting back, we had a topic here, and so my wife came in and um, uh, a little right, upset. Rightfully, rightfully. And uh, there's a couple more things. I was saying that I want my new neighbor, because it's, it's a house. They're probably going to be married. I'm going to take that. It's not just going to be a bunch of dudes, like five guys I like I can hang out yeah. with. But he's probably going to be married. All right. And so we can bitch about our wives and stuff. But I want the guy to have a wife that's, like, cute, 
Yeah. But not so much that living t- next door to each other for years, I'm going to pine after her mm-hmm. or be involved in some kind of infidelity. This is horrible. Or my life's going to be like American Beauty. Yeah. Or You don't want the neighbor like in a, what's that, Easy Money, Roddy Dangerfield? <laughs> <laughs> Big old, she's just right. topless all the time, like walks outside. Yeah, you don't want that. Right, right. Or that Cohen brothers, a serious, a serious man. The guy goes next door and the hot chick's trying to seduce him. I don't want that. Um, the, the funny thing is the people who used to live in our house, uh, our neighbors told the story about what happened. And they're like, okay. So they were married and they're like 50 years old uh, couple. And they go, the guy who lives two doors down, I'm like the old short guy. I go, yeah. They go, he propositioned the guy who used swinger, to live here. Swinger situation? To have sex with his girlfriend. He came over one day. It's like, I'd like you to have sex with my girlfriend. <laughs> like I was like, No. And so they never talked again. But I always thought that was interesting. Nice. So whenever I see the guy like washing his car or whatever, I'm like, you dog. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from my wife. Yes. So I want that. So if, um, also, I, I don't want a guy with a weird ass hobby that he's way too into that I got to list. I got to hear about. You got to mm-hmm. get into too. Because like, your neighbors. How about just a guy who doesn't talk? So he could have a weird hobby, but just never talk to you. No, I want a guy I can hang out with and just walk, hey, what's going on, buddy? And, and hang right. out next door oh, okay. and watch some football or like whatever, you know? Yeah. What if he's a weightlifter? Are you going to get buff? Yeah, that are would be bad. Ha- are you going to hang out with him and like lift weights? No, I wouldn't want him That'd parading. Different, different kind of time. Parading his hot body around my <laughs> wife either. I mean, it's a bad scene. And, and she'll be like. See, that's another drawback. You don't want a bodybuilder. Philip next door works out all the time and you're sitting on your ass and drinking beer and being fucking lame. On your wart. Yeah. yeah. Humbling on your wart. With yes. your big wart foot. <laughs> and so uh, I don't want that. Uh, I also want a guy who's great. Uh, so, so I'm sorry. That being said, if a situation lived next door, it'd be... Scary times for time. Yeah, it would be bad. You'd be fucking. And I'd hear him just fucking women all night. I'd just hear this, oh, oh. My wife would be like, why? He lasted for more than four minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. The sitch puts out. Oh, Lord. (laughs) So, again, I don't want the bizarre hobby because you ever know guys with weird fucking hobbies and they can take any conversation to the weird hobby. Like, the guy who's really in, like, radio-controlled airplanes. And these get worse as people get older. Mm -hmm. Once a guy becomes, like, 45, they're into real weird arcane shit and he's like you'd be like oh so what happened on the football game today i don't know miami beat oakland but um speaking about my radio controlled car <laughs> and then he'll just start going off for 20 minutes and you try to get to another topic and he's like you know that uh, rc uh, converters actually on the av shaft and, and they start getting into real deep technical shit right. just because they want somebody to talk to it about because mm-hmm. their wife doesn't want to talk about it, and you're like uh and this has happened to you or not yet? Have you guys met people like that with weird oh, yeah. hobbies? And you're just sure. like, oh boy, why are you cornering me talking about this? Often when I well, talk I about mean, podcasting, yes. I don't even think <laughs> yes. about I don't even think about it. Huh? There's just certain people that you don't want to talk to, basically. That like when they come and talk to you about anything, you just try and shut down all channels or whatever. Right. But they never get the message. I'm saying yeah, to, they have so no you're, idea. You're trying to squirm away. And yeah, usually it's at work and usually, you know, you're trying to get back to work and not looking at them and not really listening and only giving them an occasional grunt yeah. to let you know, to let them know that you're sort of still alive, but maybe you shouldn't even be doing that. <laughs> and even at that, it takes them like 10 minutes to like, you know, get out of your hair. <laughs> we used to have a guy like this at one of my old jobs and nice guy. But he was really into conspiracies and stuff. And like, I was like a good conspiracy conversation. I'm cool with that. But he'd go like way too far and way too long with it. Like, he'd be getting a cup of coffee and he'd be like, you know, we've been to Mars, right? 
And you're like, all right, well, let's talk about it. And then it's 25 minutes, and you're like trying to walk away. It's like another yeah. thing about sunspots. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. fuck. That's another thing, like at work, you know, if you're just like in the break room getting like some water or like coffee or whatever, you know, and like, uh, you, you know, you see someone in there and you're like, oh, hey, how's it going? You know, just to be nice or whatever. But you have to get back to, you know, what you're doing. Yeah. And then they want to launch into like, you know, the, uh, you know, <laughs> their 25 minute conspiracy theory right, lecture or anything else. Right. You know, it's like, dude, I only have like a minute. I got to get back to like work here. You start, you start feeling vulnerable. Yeah. It's like being a, it's like being a, a wide receiver going over the middle with like, you know, Ray Lewis playing, yeah. you know, he's like, you're going to get your clock cleaned. You know, right. so you just got, I'm not going to go in the break room. So if you think that possibly you could be my neighbor, <laughs> then I want you to put a comment up at the show at faroutpodcast.com. Email the show at show at com and tell me why you deserve, not deserve, it's not like it's a fucking joy living next to me, but I'm saying why you should be my neighbor. For Buck Perez. What you bring to the table. What do you bring the table as my neighbor? Exactly. So for Buck Perez. Thank you. For John goddamn Salwin, great to have you here today. <laughs> it's good to be here. It's Todd Perry saying, uh. Slauncha? What? I don't know. <laughs> Isn't that like a cheers? <laughs> Ak chaka baka chaka. There you go.